Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in a relationship, Successful in the family. Success is maybe considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt free. Your idea of success could be sixty thousand a year, fifty thousand a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year. It doesn't matter. If you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out. 
it flourishes. Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm 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 going to put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You, when you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator, to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made so he can, so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence goes, grows. So we got to get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a will of yours, a will along with the decision, a will, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else is going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different. Because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. You've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be. To be the best self that I can possibly be. To be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you? And, but, but, but one of the 
worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else. Because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You, you're, not, you're not Oprah instead, man. You, that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You, you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realized in his best disguise, a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, girls, boys, things. Animals, aliens, everybody. Talk to one of them. You, you talk to who, though? <laughs> alien. You don't have no alien friend? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Here, Let man. me see you get out of this one right here. So what y'all talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's explore. What y'all here. talk about? Yeah, yeah, I'm open. Way. I'm open. This is a good way to start the show. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> okay. He's from Mars. He's my friend. And he's been talking about how they having Mars quakes. You know, we have earthquakes. They have Mars quakes. So it's a lot going on that's similarity to what's happening up there and what's happening down here. I mean, it's how you don't have no friends from yeah, different no, places. No, no, don't worry about that. Where'd you see? <laughs> oh, he come out of the house sometime. <laughs> Boy, come what? on, Steve. <laughs> how does he get to the house? You don't remember the friend I used to play with when I was little? Oh, I remember him. Marvin yeah, we the We didn't see him either. <laughs> Marvin the Marvin. <laughs> Marvin the Martian. He exists. Sometimes you, you make know. me so angry. I love Marvin the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. From the Disney cartoon. See? Yes. See, you, see, see, Jay got yeah. him too. He got friends. <laughs> is anybody concerned? I, I, am. I am. Are you is that a question, Carlos? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like looking around the room like the man says where? he's got Martian friends. <laughs> and yes, see, we're I'm, concerned. See, now when they show up, when they show up, you're gonna need me. See, you're gonna need me because you ain't had nobody to know how to talk to them. That's your problem. You need to you need to get you need somebody like me in your life. Aren't they I got short? Martian friends? <laughs> see? Hell yeah. Hi. <laughs> 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 
yeah. Hell yeah, they show. All the ones I've seen. Yeah. Nothing but a helmet with some sneakers sticking up, Monday. You don't know what they show. A helmet and sneakers. So now that explains it. Okay. Surely be staying in you, man. I ain't going to lie to you, Tom. That's supposed to be my friend. I'm done with her. You set yourself up for these. You do, Tommy. You got these short ass Martians. <laughs> what is that? What is stupid. How do they look, Steve? Just a helmet with some, <laughs> with some Converse sneakers sticking up on them and a set of eyes. That visual. And a set of eyes. <laughs> that visual is crazy. I know, because I got one. Right. <laughs> Now, he don't want to laugh because no, that's no. how he looked in his football uniform. <laughs> okay, helmet. You know, when we was little, Tommy got a football uniform, and that's how he looked. <laughs> like a Martian? Just a helmet like a Martian. with some tennis shoes sticking out money. <laughs> but who's taller, you think, though? <laughs> Boom, ting. Pop, ting. <laughs> She's back guys. to back with it, huh? He, oh, man. But he done got quiet. Though. That yeah. like, he don't want to talk about it no more. I ain't here. You oh oh you here? We just can't see. All right, coming up at thirty-two after the hour, something funny. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, uh, let's talk about some of your favorite Christmas memories. Um, you know, and and your favorite holiday tradition. I want to ask you. Oh man, like Poe memories. <laughs> <laughs> But like, they was good, though, you know, because uh-huh. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, no different. Yeah. Right, I figured this right. the way it was. Right. Yeah. At everyone's uh-huh. house. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everybody get a gift. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But as you sitting around, finna think you finna open multiple packages. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this damn gift, man. But the tearing off of the wrapping paper, man. though. That, yes. That's so exciting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna use that paper oh, next yeah. year. Oh, yeah. right. Ooh, we had an auntie Ooh, like save that. Save that bow, save and, that bow. I know, and my mom wrapped like the grocery store wrap. That was her thing. She gift loved it. Oh, she gift, could do it. oh, yes, she could wrap. It looked mm. just like it did at the at the department stores. My mom could wrap. Yeah, man. Girl, I got but, an easy bake oven one year. Oh, yes, Ooh, Lord, with Lord. the light, with the light. If I'd have wrapped it, you'd have knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Because everything I wrap with to is the exact shape or whatever it is. Oh, what it was. You didn't put it in a box oh, man, with some tissue paper. Dog, dog, if you, if you thought it was a truck, that's probably what it was. Uh, what it was, it was obvious. Steve. Remember going over there under the tree and just feeling on the gifts trying to guess what it was? Shake them, shake them. Man, the if I wrapped it, mm-hmm. you knew. Wow. Bottle, yeah. bottle of wine. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling ball. <laughs> you know exactly what it is. Look, look, look like he gave all the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember when I got a um, tape recorder one year. Oh, my God. That was always a good one. That was the beginning yeah. of my career right there. Right. <laughs> tape recorder, yes. Oh, I got a stereo. Rewind, fast forward. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good stuff. <laughs> one of my most frightening Christmases. Was because of that tape recorder right there. Oh yeah, what happened? You take the one where you press play and record. Play and record. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Two fingers to get it done. Yes. Yes. My mama got me mine for Christmas. Uh-huh. I took it upstairs and and recorded 
Rudy Ray Moore <laughs> signifying monkey. God, dog. No, Steve, no. Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> that signifying monkey damn show didn't. <laughs> Got it Walk down. through the trees and all up in here. <laughs> that thing, monkey. Boy. How old were you, Steve? I was in... Elementary school. He was cussing. Elementary. He was cussing. Tenth or seventh, six or seventh. What did you know about Rudy Ray Moore? Well, my uh, daddy and them used to play it. Oh, okay. And oh, I used man. to sit on the steps in the hallway and listen to it. Be in the hallway hollering. Yeah, everybody had the <laughs> albums, man. But I memorized the, yeah, the uh-huh. whole signifying monkey, <laughs> and I could sound just like it. So when my mama got it, I went upstairs and I'm recording. Uh-huh. Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> signifying monkey. You were looking at the mirror and everything. Cussing and everything. I'm talking about cussing yeah. just like That's me. when you first loved. You fell in love right there. <laughs> so uh-huh. everything going good. We mm. go to church that morning. We come back. A couple of uh, Sister Porter and Sister Arbell came over to see my mama. Sister Arbell. Um, wow. And uh, they was in there in the living room. And I had my recorder on the uh, coffee table because I saw a cookie on the dining room table. I went to get a, um, a matter of fact, a Rice Krispie uh, square. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, my mama had the recorder record in her lap. <laughs> my stomach. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. She said, what did they, they was all talking about, uh, uh, Sister Harvey, what is that? That's these new recorders that you buy. We bought one for Steve. And I'm just looking at her, man. I said, man. I'm the ass whooping. Man, man, please. Don't hit that button. So then this lady, my oh, sister Lord. Porter, say, what's on it? Uh, oh, oh, oh said, sister Porter. Right my mama press play. Uh-huh. I opened it up like this. Way down <laughs> in the jungle deep. <laughs> that signifying monkey that <laughs> didn't ever sleep. Yeah, I'm cussing at everything. Oh, man. In front Boy. of the sister Porter and sister Arbel. No, but I mean, it's on the recorder. <laughs> so my mama trying to find the button to cut it off. Oh, no. But she can't cut it off. Oh, she can't control the volume or nothing. <laughs> She's steady hitting the play button. Well, that's already down. Oh, my goodness. And your baby talking. <laughs> so the lady at the church say, ooh, that's that's Rudy Ray Moe. Oh, okay. Oh, she know. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, that might help a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. They say, she say, but who is it, though? Oh, who's saying this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody looking at me. Mm. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how I can make this recorder disappear. <laughs> and make them forget what they heard. If I stay here and look out the window, maybe they won't notice it's me. Mm. Man, I was sitting there in trouble. <sighs> My mama finally cut that thing off. She said, boy, mm. Lord Jesus, <laughs> when your daddy get home. Oh, oh, no, man. So they left. My daddy came home. She said, slick. Listen to what this boy didn't put on his machine <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> and she pressed play again. <laughs> Way down in the jungle deep. My daddy said, who is that? <laughs> My mama said, 
that's your son. Yeah, boy. And then I, my daddy listening to it and he starts smiling. Uh-huh. Boy, that's you. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. I'm just shrinking. I'll tell you the rest of the world come back. All right, and the prank phone call coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we went to break, Steve, you were telling us a story about um, when your uh, dad heard you recite uh, Rudy Ray Moore on your brand new Christmas tape recorder. My mama waited until he come home mm-hmm. on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Look at what your boy's doing. Mm. Yeah. So she pressed on. <laughs> <laughs> Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> that blankly blank didn't ever sleep. Uh-huh. Walking through trees and swinging in the sand. Uh. That black thing. You can't say none of it. Uh-uh. So my daddy listened to it. Mm-hmm. And he smiled. He said, boy, that's you. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. He thought you were in trouble. He said, where your coat at? Go get your coat. Come on. Hey, you just go outside and get a whoop. Yeah. Yeah. The cold ass whoop. Put some miles on the coffin. I ain't never done that. I'm used to going in the basement. What is the cold? (laughs) He puts me in the car. He get the machine. We back out. We drive right up to Earl's gas station, about five minutes from the house. Uh He got walk in Earl there. Merry Christmas, Slick. What's up, little boy? Merry Christmas. He's, boy, I got something for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this right here. Tell me who this is. So all the men in there was, boy, that Rudy Ray Moore. No, it ain't that Steve. <laughs> A proud moment. <laughs> Classic. They said, you lying. Boy, that boy right here. This boy sounds just like Rudy Ray Moore. So Mr. Wells say, well, do some of it. Oh, man, you can't. You thinking about cussing in front of y'all live? Man, I got to cuss in front of y'all live. <laughs> Did you do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like that right there. Yeah. Boy, that boy looks just like you drunk. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love oh, it. I love it. My uh-huh. daddy thought it was the greatest thing he heard. Now, he said, when we get back home, uh-huh. tell your mama we rode and talked about. Oh, okay. Well, you did. And I ain't going to whoop you because it's on Christmas. Aww. Oh, so if it had been a 26, you'd have got toe up in there. <laughs> well, she, he, well, he didn't want to whoop me no way because he, that was his he thought it was greatness. He thought that was the greatest thing. He yeah, pure greatness. <laughs> you take all that cussing off of that machine. <laughs> you ain't even, where you learned these words from? Right. <laughs> y'all got the album. <laughs> Playing at all the parties. This album was good. Uh-huh. You don't think yeah. I've been looking at this album? Yeah. 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 Wow. Who else you listen good, to, dog? Good Christmas memories right there. Uh, Red Fox. Red Fox? That's good. No, this uh, country comedian named Jerry Clower. Jerry Clower. Oh. Yeah, that's what I we listen to. It healed bit. Man. Uh, okay. Yeah. I love it. No, yeah, that hillbilly was funny, funny as hell, man. Funny, man. See, I was stealing Richard Pryor my daddy. Oh, uh-huh. I was doing Richard and Eddie. 
Oh yeah. He's doing Eddie. That's like yeah. Delirious was my my stand up special there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie did Delirious. Really? Woo! Richard Man. Richard Pryor wanted. That's the one. Richard Pryor mm. live, live on Sunset, Sunset Strip. Sunset. Yeah. 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 Man. That's wow. Cool. That, I mean that that was back in the day that when the when you thing. had when your parents yeah. had parties. And and weren't those called party albums or something? Steve? They would play them. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Party albums, so they would play them. You, you know. couldn't listen. You had to come in there and dance for them. Then you had to go to the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on See, in there. The record dance player for was right next to the steps leading up to my room, and it was behind the wall. Oh. So I sat on the steps and listened. So you could hear. I them. learned how to cuss everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the good old days. Uh. Gus. <laughs> Gus. <laughs> Gus. Goody Google. <laughs> That's Eddie Murphy classic right there, boy. That red leather outfit, that was classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah For sure. What was that red leather, Raw? That was, uh, no, that delirious. was delirious. Del- delirious yeah. was the red. Raw was the Raw purple. Raw was a purple. Was purple. Yeah. yeah. Raw was purple. Uh-huh. Leather. All leather. Raw was raw. Yeah. Raw yeah. was raw. Uh, yeah. Nah, man, when that fool was doing that, that fool was doing that dog. Buckwheat. Man. Oh, oh yeah. Saturday Night Live when he got shot. Oh, man. Oh, man. Buckwheat got shot. No, damn that when he got shot, when he was doing the hits. Oh, <laughs> Buckwheat sees the hits. Mice. Me nah, my name. Me nah, my name. Three times a lot. Said you, uh-uh. Dwight, <laughs> me times a lady, but not new. What? I know. I know. <laughs> that boy sang three times a lady. Love. I was holly. Yeah, he gave us some great laughs. Eddie Man, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yes, Velvet Jones, Mr. Robinson's Mr. Neighborhood. Yeah, all of that. He answered the door. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is movies are the classic. absolute best sketch artist. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he damn Eddie, man. James Brown in that yeah. hot tub. Boy. Dog. Man. <laughs> he stuck his toe in that tub. Man, tub-tub. boy. <laughs> Come get in the hot tub. Ha. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hot tub. Boy. Boy, that was it, man. Boy, in the in the movie Trading Places. Uh-huh. Oh, when, man. Uh, what is his name? Valentine? Oh, Billy yeah. Ray Valentine. Billy Ray, Billy Ray, Ray Valentine, Valentine. Billy boy. Ray. When they finally got him off the street and took him to the house. Yeah. And they had him in the back, and he was taking the bath, and they was coming out shutting the door, and he was in there singing. Yeah. Boy, when I showed that to my daddy, my daddy hollered laughed. Man. Oh, when you think of love, you got to get it on your mind. <laughs> when you think of love, got to get it on your mind. Oh man! I said, boy, used to open this show every day with that. With song. that right there, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got it from. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good memory. Mm-hmm. Good. I tell you, man, that that that. <sighs> what's 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 the best? Forty eight hours of Beverly Hills. Oh, oh what's forty eight hours about when he was with Nick Nolte? 
Oh yeah, trading play, play. places. I, I, coming to places. America. Come to coming to America. Funniest Classic. comedy movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great. It was because <laughs> the great. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Steve, you're gonna love, love this. Love Kevin Hart, our friend. Me. <laughs> Are you listening, Steve? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Are you listening, Randy, sexual chocolate? Sexual chocolate. That's Randy Watson. Yes. That's right. Yes, Randy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is just about uh, Santa Claus. Santa is busy. Mm-hmm. Now, because Santa's so busy, some of the Macy's department stores now, you got to make an appointment to see Santa. So I have the schedule right here. You listening? Yeah. Come on. Come on, From nine a.m. to eleven a.m., uh-huh. mm-hmm. Santa is gonna see kids that have long lists. Okay. <laughs> That's just from 9 to 11. Don't come in here after 11 with no long list. We're just doing long listers from 9 to 11. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And Santa is warning you this year, don't be repeating stuff you hear the other kids say. <laughs> just read your list to Santa uh-huh. from the 9 to 11. First. Do them, get them out the way first, right? Then okay. at noon, uh-huh. starting at noon, Santa will see all the kids that are whiners. <laughs> whiners? You whine a lot. Oh, the whine. I want to get. Shut your ass up and wait till noon. <laughs> Not the whiners, the whiners. The whiners. The whiners. <laughs> Between three and five, uh-huh. Santa going to deal with the kids that just won't sit still. Okay. Okay. The kids that fidget. And any children that might bite. Bite? Because from three to five, we're going to have the black Santa sit in. And he's going to deal with the kids and let the bite and and sit your ass still. If you bite me, I'm going to bite you back. You know, you got to hear stuff like that. Now, from then until seven, Uh this is towards the end of the day. Right. Okay. Come on. All loud criers <laughs> and uh, and kids that's afraid of Santa. <laughs> gonna save your scary ass to later on in that day. <laughs> so if you know your baby gonna holler loud and is afraid of Santa, bring him every day. We gonna on that day we gonna bring in a we gonna bring a skinnier Santa Claus in, <laughs> so he ain't as Im- imposing. Yeah, Maybe yeah, cut down yeah. on some of the crime. Uh-huh. But that's right after the black Santa get through snatching or not yeah. a couple kids <laughs> and threatening them. <laughs> then like listen it. very carefully, because this is critical. Okay. Right before closing. Mm. Now, we only going to take 10 of these a day, so you got to make an appointment. Only this? 10 of these a day. Okay. Very important. These are kids who pee on Santa. <laughs> What? what? If your child don't take it ten a day, pee on Santa. This is at the end of the day, and we're only gonna take ten. Santa got some special gear made. We're gonna switch him out from the skinny Santa, bring back fat Santa. But he ain't really that fat. It's just he got on a lot of absorbing clothes. Uh-huh. And oh, so man. towards the end. 
10 a day. That's all we doing. Because we got enough absorbent pads on there where he yeah. can soak up 10 peas. Okay. <laughs> so we're just doing 10. If your baby number 11 in line, he got to come back tomorrow. We try to get oh, him in cool. early. Let's but it's go. at the end of the day, that way when Santa take his suit off, we can burn it. Wow. <laughs> I bet he get peed on a lot, huh? I well, never you thought know about he I ain't even thought about it. Yeah, you know he do. So man. that's our schedule. So please, if your children fit in there anywhere, okay. you know, you'll be able to know where your child fits in. Yeah, All right, Steve, let's get to the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Much. Thank you very much. This is Antrip with the news. Well, with Christmas fast approaching, President Biden's warning Americans not to believe the hype. He says naysayers are purposely twisting the numbers. He says store shelf capacity in this country is back up to 90 percent. It was 91 percent before the pandemic, but it's 90 percent now. He says the gas prices also are way down, which he says is good news for all those people who are ready to hit the road this weekend. Uh, meanwhile, the president is extending pandemic relief to tens of millions of federal loan borrowers. Back in March of 2020, Congress granted people a reprieve on their federal loan payments. You may remember that because of COVID. Uh, interest was slashed to 0%. Collections stopped, all that stuff. Well, the pause uh, has since been extended a couple of times, but it's now been extended again because of the super contagious Omicron variant. Repayments are now scheduled to resume on May 1st. In Louisville, Kentucky, the task force put together in the wake of the police killing of emergency medical technician Brianna Taylor has issued its report. Brianna, you may remember, 26 years old, she'd received commendations for her life-saving skills, shot to death by cops who burst into her apartment looking for a drug suspect who didn't live at that address. Taylor's boyfriend thought the place was being broken into. He fired one shot from his registered gun uh, trying to, to help his uh, girlfriend, hoping to defend her, and he called 911. The cops fired 32 rounds. He killed. They killed Breonna Taylor. At one point, tried to charge her boyfriend with attempted murder because of the one shot that he fired. But again, he was registered, and he called 911 to say someone was breaking into the apartment. None of the cops who shot the innocent woman was charged with her murder. The task force's conclusion, cops need additional training and electronic monitoring of zip codes where search warrants are issued. That's it. This is scary. According to a report in Newsweek, there are millions of angry and armed Americans who are standing ready to seize power if Donald Trump loses a re-election bid in 2024. The report says there are many rank-and-file Republicans who own guns and who in recent months have been speaking openly about the need to, quote, take down by force, if necessary, the federal government, which right-wing media has convinced them is illegitimate, overreaching, and corrosive to American freedom. Well. Is that you, Santa Claus? Well, it's Santa Claus somewhere. There's some information that you need to know before you think about stuffing that Christmas stocking. Walmart's apologizing to a black woman in Kentucky who noticed uh, when she found the black version of a popular white doll that Walmart was charging 15 bucks more for the black one. That happened before? Yes. Back in uh, 2014 in another national retail chain. WBLS HD1 New York. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your, your, your best friend. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Here he is, J. Anthony Brown. You just got here. No, 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 no. You're going to do better than that. We've been friends for way too long. Put some put some sauce in that. Put some sauce on my name. Some sauce on my name. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Without further ado, uh-huh. the living myth and uh-huh. legend. 
uh-huh. that damn Jay Anthony uh-huh. the Brown. Okay, can we just run that every week? Because I know I'm not going to be able to get you to do say that, that every You're not getting week. that ever again. <laughs> no, again, okay, yeah. Okay. Hey, Dave, okay. save that because that's it. <laughs> Dave, mark that and save that, okay? Because, <laughs> all right, here we go. What's in the mind of yours truly, J. Anthony Brown? It is the holidays. I'm talking to the grandparents. I'm talking to the aunts, the uncles, the aunties, the older people who are buying gifts for these kids probably the very first time. Now, Mm -hmm. a lot of us will give cash. That's cool. And a lot of us don't know what to buy. I don't know what to buy, but I know what not to buy. I know what you shouldn't try to give a child because they ain't going to want it. If your ass is wrapping up a yo-yo right now, stop (laughs) what you're doing, okay? Stop it. Don't nobody, stop it. Don't nobody want a damn yo-yo, okay? Uh Nobody wants that. If you went out and purchased a hula hoop with good intentions, a hula hoop, they're going to know what the hell it is as soon as you wrap that damn thing up and they don't want it, okay? You can keep all these old-ass board games. Sorry. Monopoly, <laughs> Operation. Yeah. Don't nobody yeah. want them damn games, okay? Ooh. Think about it. When the last time your ass played Monopoly? <laughs> you ain't played Hello. in a long damn time. You got that kind Why of time. would you give it to the child? And here's something very important. Don't make a damn thing. Don't make any. Make. If you're knitting, <laughs> like knit one, pearl two, knit one, pearl two, knit one. Stop knitting. Don't nobody want them thick ass, them mittens. Don't nobody want that thick ass sweater and that scarf around the neck and you get a cramp in your damn neck. Don't nobody want that. Stop knitting. Stop. Right now. Don't bake a damn thing to send. Uh-huh. Those things don't hold up in the mail. And last but not least, if you're building a dollhouse, damn it, stop it. Stop it. Right now, you built a 700-pound dollhouse. It ain't got no floors in it. The ceiling is, like, so high. All you got is stuff down on the bottom. The windows are way at the top. Don't no child want that. Stop building, okay? These are my holiday tips. Don't build a damn thing. It's a doghouse. That's what you're building, a damn doghouse. I'm done. I'm finished. All right. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Merry Christmas. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Go ahead. Well, now, (laughs) what you're about to hear Mm -hmm. is pure comedic genius. Uh. (laughs) But I must lay a disclaimer. This is going to be a little edgy. <laughs> it's it's going to ruffle a couple of feathers. So I'm just letting you know this. This is J. Anthony Brown. He asked me, could he do it? Uh-huh. And I kind of got an idea. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh-huh. But I'm in support of comedy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying we're doing this with a disclaimer okay. that mm. no one can call us and say nothing about it. I don't know exactly what he's going to do, Uh-oh. but it could ruffle some feathers. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. All right. What I'm, what I'm about to do right now is uh-huh. every year a lot of people, good people, you know, meaning good, have Kwanzaa parties. Now, okay, let's stop ever, right there. Yes. 
I don't think it's a lot of people, but you can go ahead. You must be trying to build this joke up a little bit. I'm trying to, trying to build it up. It's not a lot of Kwanzaa parties. How about this, Steve? People have a Kwanzaa party and don't a lot of people come and they wonder why people don't come. Uh-huh. What I have is suggestions to get more people to your Kwanzaa party. Okay. Number one. Offer mm-hmm. a free dashiki to anybody who will show up. <laughs> One size fit all. <laughs> Soon as you Uh-oh, get there, she's right here. bam. Right here. You're learning. Everybody that shows up to yes. your Kwanzaa party, you get a free bean pie. If you don't like beans, <laughs> oh, give you sweet potato. If, okay, everybody don't like beans. Oh. I like bean pie. Oh, my God. I love bean pie. Okay, now this one is really good. This is really, really good. If you have a Kwanzaa party, Steve, you Uh can demonstrate what I mean by this. Do Uh not have more than two philosophizing brothers or sisters at your party. (laughs) No more than two? You don't want more than two in there. You don't want two. You know, brothers, let me say this about this time, this (laughs) period that we partake of in this equestrious moment. Yes. Of history defiling yeah. Yeah. Uh, the gratuitousness yeah. Yeah. and the barbarousness of what these holidays two. are. Two. That's two why we eight. celebrate Kwanzaa. But I dare say, though, brother, <laughs> you don't, you don't want that we, if we have capitulate this situation, <laughs> knowing that it is faragorically not a capability of scientific split. Let let me interject some sensibility into this conversation, okay? Because you don't want a whole bunch of them at your party, okay? It it tears okay. up the mood. Number five, ease uh-huh. up. This is very important. Ease up. You know what mm-hmm. ease up mean, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ease uh-huh. up on the incense and sage, okay? Because <laughs> 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 the, the back of my nose is burning. Yeah. <laughs> how, my, how my shoes smell like sage. <laughs> I got a headache. Nauseous. It's too much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you two my, more. My greens oh my taste God. like sage. <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. You want, Number seven. You want to play something other than the Lion King and, this is very important, the African drummers don't have to play all night long. Okay? <laughs> what? They don't, Shirley, they don't. And last but not least, uh-huh. last but not least, don't come tell on. nobody it's a Kwanzaa party. Just tell them to come <laughs> over, okay? <laughs> but you're going to have to tell them something. You got to have a lot. I'm having a party. Surprise. <laughs> I'm having a party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Listen, coming up next. Junior's ready for the nephew uh, with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. Cornbread smell like You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. I've never seen it or touched it. Right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Christmas decorations. 
Christmas decorations. Mm. Running cat. Hello? I'm trying to reach Cecil. Yeah, this is Cecil. What's going on? Hey, uh, this Manny, man. I live like about four or five streets over from you. This Manny. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, uh, I see you, you You got your Christmas lights up, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I got them up. I got my whole little theme and everything set up, man. It, it's looking real good. Okay, let me let me ask you something, man. The theme you got in your yard, where you get that idea from? What you mean, where I get them from? The idea, like you got a snowman, you got Santa Claus, some reindeers, you got your whole house decorated, you got Jesus with the manger and, and the... Uh, the wise men around him. Where did you get your idea from? I'm 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 lost. What you talking about, man? You you asking me where I got a thing from? I mean, you you trying to imply something? I'm I'm, ask, I mean, I'm asking you a question. Where did you get the idea from? I made this up. I made this up. Jesus, Jesus, and the manger. You know that represents Christmas, man. You go with a theme that's Christmas based, man, and that's that's Christmas based. Jesus is Christmas. Jesus in in, in Jerusalem and in, in Bethlehem and hey, what, what's what's going on, man? I, I, who are you? Where you get my number from, anyway? I'm, I'm, I'm Manny, man. I'm Manny. I got I got your number from one of the people that live on your street. And I'm just asking you, uh, on the real, where you get this idea from? I made this idea. I made this up, man. I made this up. This is the second time you asked me where I get this idea from. What are you trying to imply? Okay, here, here go the real deal, dog. The same thing you got if you come four streets over, I got the same thing in my yard. And it looked like you done stole my idea. And see, what what you ain't going to do is try to win Christmas yard of the season and you done stole my idea. That's the problem I got with you. No, the problem you got is life and <laughs> twisted, okay? Because, see, I put this together without I, I never even heard of you, Manny, to begin with. Secondly, I've been doing this particular theme in my yard since I've been staying over here. I've been staying over here six years. You ain't had that, you ain't had that theme last year. You ain't had that I last year. I had this theme last year and the year before. And I put myself in the same place every damn time I put it down. You did not have this last year. First of all, who are you to call me and tell me about my theme and about my yard and what you got going on? I know you ain't copying me. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you right now, and I ain't finna go no further. You need to rearrange your theme and get a different theme because you got the same theme I got. No, you need to rearrange your Okay, because I ain't rearranging Jack over here. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Let's get that if I got to come over there, I, let me tell you something, man, and I'm being real, as real as I can be with you. If I got to come over there and unplug some <laughs> what? stuff. If you got to what? Come what? If I got to come over to your house and unplug some stuff. Unplug? No, no, no. See, if anything, my foot will be getting unplugged from your First of all, you ain't finna come on my street in my house and disrespect me at all about anything that I got set up in my yard. Secondly, I ain't finna let it go around that way. I tell you what, then I'm just gonna do this here. I'm finna just come over there and, and take Jesus and take the oh, and, and, and no, take them no. wise men out your yard. That's what I'm finna do. You come over this way talking about messing with Jesus and the manger? It's gonna be some real problems. Cause first of all, that's fake. Secondly, that's that's the center of the thing. Now, if you want to come over here and you want to try to do something like that, you go need Jesus to help you because it's gonna be some rolling around going hey, man, on. You hey, try man, to come hey, over to my yard with some. The bottom line is this right here. You got the nerve to do the same theme I got. I'm four streets over. I'm driving through looking at everybody's hey, man, uh, here, man. looking at everybody's like, theme. Like you the man. only one that copies my right? theme. The same way, the same place, every dog on you. Ain't nobody ever told me your stuff look like Manny from four, five, six. Who the hell is Manny any?
way. Men ain't got no right coming on my street because you don't stay on this street. You going around looking at people still trying to get your ideas, man. You not original. No, no, I'm, I'm very original. I moved to this neighborhood before you did. I've been here. I've been here 10 years. You've been here about six. How long you been living over here? I've been living over here six years. This subdivision was just coming up when I came over here. How you going to tell me you've been running your team longer than I've been running mine? Who you crazy? Hey, man. Hey, man, man I, ain't got, I, I ain't got time to go back man. You know what? I got better things to do. I still got some more lights put up. Hey, I got you know a what? I ain't going to go back and forth. What I'm finna tell you is just right here. I'm finna come take Jesus off your yard. I'm finna no, take Jesus no. in the wild. You can't take Jesus out of my yard. Now, see, now you're sounding like one of them crazy people. You're talking about taking Jesus out of my life. That's where you got life and messed up. Come on over here. I got something hey, waiting man. on. Hey, man. That's what you Look do. here. Don't turn your lights on tonight. No, my lights gonna be on tonight, tomorrow night, and every other night. I'm talking about taking my Jesus in the manger. I'm original as original can be. Come over if you want to. I got something for you, you man. Just, you done stole my idea. You are talking about this stealing ideas. Come on around here and let's tell okay. this. Hey, hey, dog, dog. Let me tell you something right now. Jesus and them wise men is coming at your yard today. No. You know what, man? I'm through with you, man. I'm through with you. You know what? Come over here if you want to. Touch my baby Jesus. Touch my manger. Touch Mary and Joseph and the wise men. And I'm going to put the North Star over your Literally. Hey, man. Hey. I don't know where you get my number from. Who are you anyway? Who is it? Who are you, man? I tell you what. You talking about coming over here, messing with anything in my yard? My is on towers, okay? Set to go off every evening at dusk. As soon as it starts getting dark. My going on. Let my not come on tonight. It's gonna be some for your. Hey, 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 dog. Anyway? Why, 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 why you can't come up with your own theme, man? Why you I can't do your own, own theme? Look here, I tell you what, man. Who are you anyway? We just squat this right now. You stay four, five streets over. What kind of car you got in your driveway? I can find you, little. Come deal with you right now. Where you at? Hey, 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 hey dog, dog. Wait, right dog. now. Where you at? Uh, uh, you know what? Don't worry about where I'm at. I'm gonna I'm yeah, be there when your lights come on tonight. Now, I'm going to come find you. No, your lights ain't coming on tonight. What? Never not come on tonight. There's going to be some problems in your life. It's going to be hard to breathe for you. I'm letting you know this. Hey, man, hey, man, hey, all man. Right. First who of all. You, who the f*** are you anyway, man? You done called me out of the blue telling me that you going to come disconnect my life and steal my major and take my baby Jesus out the man. And who are you? You sitting up here accusing me of stealing your thing? When it's been my thing for all these years, six years I've been doing this, and I don't want best yard three years or three years running? In this season? Now, I think you trying to get my... But, but, but see, the problem is, you the one best yard because you're stealing my idea. How can I be stealing your... Man, you, man. You know what? you and your... And I'm ready to deal with your... Right hey, 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 dog, dog. I, I, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. You stole my Jesus theme, dog. Hold on, wait a minute. How can I have won best yard three years running... And you saying I got the thing from you? You should have been getting it. You must not be doing it. Okay, let, let me let me let me let me go on and say this to you right now, dog. Well, let say me, this. What? Larry on your street told me to call you. Larry. Larry told you to call me. Who? Larry gave you my number. Larry and Tommy told me to call you. Larry and Tommy told you to call me. Do you know who Tommy is? My, Larry ain't Larry ain't never missing no name Tommy to me. Who? The I'm Tommy. I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Larry, man. Nephew Tommy. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Larry Larry told me to call you. He said you win every single year. The Christmas yard of the year, man. But it's kind of funny now. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the lane? Oh, man, hands down, no doubt. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Morning show with nephew Bobby. <laughs> <laughs>
You know you can't do that. Though. Y'all know that, though. Uh, your, uh, your, your, your lights outside can't look like somebody else's lights outside. You can't take nobody's theme. You'll get the behind whoop behind that. Yeah. You know that, though. It's serious on my street. You roll through the neighborhood. You Can't nobody have your same layout got, you got. Wait a minute. Is that another black Jesus on this street? <laughs> no, they ain't got two black Jesus on this street. Oh, no, they didn't. It's serious. It's, it's serious, man. These people put these lights man. up. It's serious, Doc. They man, mean you, it. You go in debt behind Christmas decorations trying to one-up your neighbor. Yeah. What are you Christmas saying? lights, 3000 mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, nephew. Uh, thank you. Lots to think about in that one. Up next, strawberry letter subject. <laughs> <laughs> the subject is for Tommy. I've never seen it or touched it. <laughs> we'll be back to get into the letter right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter. Uh, Just like this one, we're going to read this one live on the air right here, right now. Let's go, Tommy. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, subject. I have never seen it or touched it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been in a long-distance relationship with a great guy for the past six years. We live an hour apart, so it's not far at all, and we see each other regularly. When we spend time together, it's wonderful, and we have a lot of sex to make up for the times we're apart. Although we have a lot of sex, it is never the romantic experience that I crave, because I've never seen my man naked from the waist down. I have never touched any part of his body from the waist down. He will let me rub on his chest, and that's it. If I try to touch below his waist, he immediately grabs my hand. I used to ask him why, and he would say that it's his goal to please me and that I should just relax and let him take over. That is so weird to me, and it ruins the whole experience for me. As soon as we're done, he puts his boxers back on. He has never just rolled over and passed out like my exes used to do. Uh, Another thing that's strange is we have never taken a shower or a bubble bath together. I have no problem sashaying around with no clothes on in front of him, and he enjoys it. But he is always covered up. I know you are wondering why I'm bringing it up now if I've been dealing with it for six years. Well, he's been talking about taking our relationship to the next level. So now I have to make some decisions about him and our future. I don't know if I can live with a prudish man for the rest of my life. We are both in our late 50s, so I am not sure what he's hiding down there. I should be able to love on his entire body and enjoy a little shower action occasionally. If this is his only flaw that I may then, I may be overthinking things. What do you think? Is it strange to you? Um, how can I open up a discussion about it? Please advise. Wow, this whole letter is a little weird and strange to me. Um, the fact that you've been in a long-distance relationship for the past six years is weird and strange to me. The fact that you think an hour away qualifies as a long-distance relationship is a little weird and strange to me. And the fact that you say you 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 have a lot of sex, but um, you have not seen it or touched him below the waist, but you want to and he won't let you. That is super weird, super strange. So I don't know. At first I was thinking, you know, maybe he's married. Maybe he's not that into you. 
But then you say he's been talking about taking your relationship to the next level. So now you have to make some uh, decisions about him. Uh, I mean, could he be like super, super shy or something? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on down there that he won't let you see or touch. I mean, you know, I've heard about women who want to, you know, to um, be intimate with the lights off and things like that. But usually men don't care. So, you know, they walk around naked and, and you know, they're very comfortable with their bodies. So I, I, I don't know. Steve's a man. I'm going to pass this one over to him. Maybe he sees something in here that... Um, you know, Hell yeah. I mean, I was going to say that um, maybe, you know, he's disproportionately small or something, but you have a lot of sex. So that couldn't be it. And you would know that. That ain't so, it. I got so, it. All right. All right. So I'm going um, <laughs> to pass Wasting it on time, over to Steve. baby. Pass it on to Steve, I'm gonna pa- like you said. I'm going to pass it on over to Steve right now. Go ahead, Steve. I got it for you. Go ahead, baby. Before I answer this letter, I'm going to put a disclaimer out. If you have small kids in the room or in the car, put their headsets on and let them do something else. (laughs) Because this is an educational letter, and I will be using educational terminology. Terms, okay. Yeah, if you don't want your children to hear words like this, then I'm asking you gently, as a father and a grandfather. Now, my grandkids get to hear this type of stuff because Papa don't fix a damn thing in his house. Mm. I stay here. Y'all don't chip in on no rent. You hear what? And oh, by the way, congratulations to little Ezra because he's walking now. I saw a video funny as hell. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I've never seen it or touched it. Dear Shirley and Steve, I've been in a long-distance relationship with a great guy for the past six years. We live an hour apart, so it ain't far at all, and we see each other often. Our part is not a long-distance relationship. It's a long drive, but it ain't a long distance. Right. It take a minute to get there, but it's not long distance. Long-distance relationships mean it's hard to see one another. But you said in your letter that you see each other often. And when you do, you have a lot of sex together, making up from your time apart. But you say it's never the romantic experience that I crave. Because I've never seen my man naked from the waist down. Dun, 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 dun. Why? Why could this be? Well, I already know what the problem is, and I'm going to share it with you. He lets you rub on his chest, but if I try to touch below his waist, he immediately grabs my hand, and I used to ask him why, and he would say, it's his goal to please me, and I should just relax and let him take over. Your man is in his late 50s. Your man has a penal implant. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right, Steve, hold on. We have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes. The subject of today's strawberry letter, I have never seen it or touched it. And that's we'll what right you back. call a good-ass cliffhanger. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I have never seen it or touched it. Now, when we left off. <laughs> yeah, we left off. You was in a long-distance relationship that's an hour away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't long-distance. Shirley pointed that out. It just take you a longer time to see each other, but that ain't long-distance. Uh, well, y'all have a lot of sex because y'all been apart and you don't see each other. And when you do have sex, it's not the romantic experience that you crave because in your late 50s, you've never seen or touched his private part from the waist down. Every time you try, he grabs your hand. Ah! Now, let's stop right here. Wait, Who what? the hell's... Ah! Okay. <laughs> Who... Who do that? What man? I don't know. You having a romantic time with, and you reach for it, and he go, uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. No, ma'am, Pam. No, ma'am, No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. What you doing? 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 Don't do that. Don't do that. Who do that? What man? I don't what man yeah. do this? And now I got two solutions for you. The cliffhanger I left with, because he's in the late 50s, the reason you've never seen it, the reason you've never touched it, the reason, whoa, whoa, all this here, <laughs> uh-huh. because your man has penal implants. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. All right. Or... Oh, here is there, the kicker. Wait, it's there's old, more? <laughs> yeah, we all these are shocking revelations. Yeah. You did a disclaimer earlier. I did say get your kids out the room. Uh-huh. Now, here's, you're going to have to do some explaining if your kids hear this one. So listen <laughs> to me carefully. Hopefully they won't. <laughs> Maybe your man is not a man. Okay. But okay. Okay. Work with me. Work with me on this now. But work. a woman with no, mm. no, an aid. Like a sexual. Okay. Ah. I mean. That's why the lights. Let's off. just say some extra curriculum help activity Curricular. device. They don't take showers together. They don't take baths together. Uh, He is always covered up, she said. Uh, uh, She's been dealing with this for six years. He wants to take the relationship to the next level, Steve. Uh, If she tries to touch it, he immediately grabs her hand. Uh huh. (laughs) She's never seen him naked from the waist down. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Hey, I'm sensitive. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so. Stop saying that. I'm so. Can you say that? Ah! <laughs> I can't see it. You can't see it, sure. Right. Magic. It's magic. I mean, no, it's magic. It's it's, it's magic. like a trick. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to, this is an illusion. It, it's like, hey, let me ask you a question. Do do the do the 
do the magician show you where the rabbit at? They never, they never do. No. Huh? They never you don't do. know how they huh? do their tricks. No. Now, let, You're not a magician. Let, let me ask you something. Do you man. have any idea where the damn dove come from? No, huh? not one. Never. Not one. Still trying so to figure it out. So I'm doggone it. Who you think 50 Cent was writing a song about? What? what? Uh-huh. I got the magic, magic stick. Uh-huh. Magic. <laughs> okay. And uh, you can't mess with it because it's magic. Mm. Mm. Girl, you gonna mess girl, you gonna mess around and mess the whole trick up now. Wow. So he's Stop. a magician. He's a magician, sure. She's dating a magician, okay. You're dating fifty cents. <laughs> what? He's you dating Caleb Curtis. <laughs> mm-hmm, Curtis Jackson. Wow. And that's what it is. Those are your three options. Number one, penile implant. Penile implant. Number okay. two. Number two. Your man is not a man. Okay. And has extracurricular activities. And number okay. three, he's a magician, and you can't ever see the trick. Mm. Whoa. Mm. All you right, can't there pull you have the it. the curtain back no. on the trick. No, Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. On Instagram and Facebook, please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Good evening, everybody. This is the Reverend Andor for the Steve Harvey Motor Show. And I'd like to say... Merry Christmas. Wait, what? It's what? Merry Christmas and Happy Days. <laughs> What'd you say, Reverend Andor? Merry Christmas and Happy Days. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's been a minute since Junior has blessed us with a poem, and guess yeah. what? He's what? here today with a poem. What you oh, got, Junior? Lord. Okay. Okay, okay. Got, listen, man? y'all. This has got to be addressed. This is important. This is not a game. Okay? Let me tell you, I've watched all these Christmas movies. I've seen mm-hmm. Santa everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've seen the North Pole. But you know what you don't see? Mm-hmm. Black elves. Where are they? <laughs> How come we don't black have elves? no black elves? So the title of this poem is, Hey Santa, how come there ain't no black elves? <laughs> That's all. Here, here, this is it. I just want to address this. I, it, it, black people, everything. Black people, Black Panther, all that. But did y'all notice, all these years we've been living, you ain't seen no black elves. Mm, that don't bother point. y'all. Well, it yeah. bothered me enough that I wrote a poem about it. I'm serious. Here it is. Hey Santa, how come there are no black elves? <clears throat> I don't see any black elves. Santa, what's up with that? Most of the elves I see are white. And that's an actual fact. I guess black elves don't matter. <laughs> At least they don't to you. You've been to North Pole all damn year long. Can we at least get two? <laughs> I'd hate to march on the North Pole. Because for marching, the weather's not right. So Santa... Mm. I like some black elves, and I like them before Christmas night. Wow. So go ahead and pack your toys to do your Christmas deed, but put some black elves on your list. And damn it, I'm asking nicely, please, 
<laughs> Don't make me come up there, because I will. The end. Where is the black hair? What? What? Where is the black hair? Yeah. Okay, okay, but Junior. Huh? Don't. Don't you have sickle cell? You can't take your no, black hair to the North Pole. I know I can't, Tommy. It's good to threaten Santa. I know I can't go up there. I'm trying to have a crisis. I don't have a crisis up there. I'm trying to have mark. I know. I know I can't go up there. You cannot go to the North Pole The point remains. The point remains. Where the black hairs? That's all I need to know. The weather... The weather won't now allow you to go up there, Junior. You can't go I up there. I said I was going to march. Oh. I threatened Santa. I'm not going. I know I can't. I know you can't, I can't march. You can't I go can't march, there. Carla. I know I can't mm-hmm. march. But, but the point is, there ain't no B- Black Hills. Yeah, B-E-M. Black Hills matter. Black Hills. <laughs> you, you just said that B-E-M. You already know. Black Hills matter. You know these Hills, they ain't going to get up on time to make the toy. They going to be late coming to work. Well, we don't know that, Tommy, because there ain't none. I understand. There's I don't like see none putting no apps in. Place. It ain't. Uh. <laughs> said you can, right. you but you take your black behind to the North Pole. It's a wrap for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy holidays to everybody out there, the Steve Harvey Nation. Let me tell you something. Merry Christmas. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This New Year, on New Year's Eve, if they don't have any, 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 and I mean any, poke bones for ham hocks in the green. Ham hock, boy. If it ain't no ham hocks in the green, leave. It's not going to be a good New Year if it ain't no ham hocks in the green. <laughs> if it ain't no black eyed peas in there, leave. If they trying to have a vegetarian New Year's Day Don't get out of there. Dinner, get, get out. Ooh, it's going to be some vegetarians going to have some bad luck next year. Uh, going to be some bad ones up in there. <laughs> Steve, come on, introduce Jay. He's here to murder another hit. Folks, without further ado, we murder hits up on here because we got him. First round draft choice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay and Brown. Now, this song right here, Steve, the song is a special song. The song is dedicated to every man who's been in the friend zone for the entire year. We've all been in the friend zone. It's not a nice place to be. You do everything. You help out. Mm -hmm. He wants to get out of the friend zone. Somebody just put me there. You've been put in the friend zone? I'm in there now. (sighs) Yes. Songs dedicated to every man in the friend zone. Christmas songs. I ain't going to be in your friend zone without no pressure. Here you go. Here you go. Check it out. Jandy Brown murders a hit. Watch your kids, even buy them gifts, pile them in the car, and take them to the mall. But you call him dear, he buys your daddy beer. There's a gift he will adore, you can't buy it from a store. Why don't you? Give it up on Christmas Day, yeah. Oh, make your friend feel like a king. Come on, girl, get off of that thing. Give it up on Christmas Day, yeah. I don't want no tie, just give it up.
I've massaged your toe I took you to the store I was there for you When you were unemployed Stupid stuff I did Like feed another man's kids Nothing left for me to say Girl, I feel I'm getting played Why don't you give it up on Christmas Day? Yeah. Oh, make the man feel like a king Come on, girl, get off of that thing Give me some on Christmas Day Yeah. I don't want no socks just give it up. Thank you. You and Uncle Sam. Go to iTunes. Get all my Christmas songs. On Christmas Day. Oh, make a man feel like a king. Come on, girl. Get all of that thing you love on Christmas Day. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Man, get out of friend zone. Yeah, get out of the friend zone, baby. I even bought your daddy beer. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's good. Yes, yes, yes. Go to iTunes, get all hey, your man, boys' Christmas songs. How come songs the girls and... don't enjoy them types they of songs? They don't like them types of songs. They don't, they don't jump in. They don't sing. Oh, they don't just shut it down. Don't Shirley, call But play, cut yes, your car right up and scratch oh, your windows. Yeah. Yeah. Bust the windows Bust the call Allegedly. <laughs> you go crazy? Allegedly. <laughs> you did do that, though, Carl. That's why you in the friend zone now. <laughs> All right. Stay right there, y'all. Watch this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Hi, Steve Harvey. My name is Rhonda Moore, and I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I want to say thank you to all my employees and to all my customers who have stuck by me for 16 years. Thank you from Lucky Cheesecake. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hi, my name is Starkeisha Mickles. I wanted to shout out my mom, Barbara Henry. She took me in when I was 13 or 14 years old, and I just want to tell her that I thank her and I love her and I appreciate her for taking me in and always giving me unconditional love and always being there to support me. I love you, Mom. Happy holidays. Hey, Steve Harvey. This is James Morgan. I would love to wish my family a happy holidays to the Morgans, the Tellers, the Williams, and the Gonzalez. Good morning, Steve and the crew. This is Patty Cheney from Montgomery, Alabama. I would just like to send a special shout-out to my family, uh, wishing them a happy holidays. Um, Reginald Cheney, Jackson Sanders. And my grandkids, CJ and Kim. Hello, Steve. This is Greg Redding out of Salt Lake City, Utah. I want to wish you and the whole crew a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'd like to say Merry Christmas to my daughters and my son, Chanel, Chantel, and Taylor. Much love. This is Casey Sanders, and I'm wishing a happy holiday to the Sanders, Williams, McCann, and Riley family. I love you all. Happy holidays. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your 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 best friend. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Here he is, J. Anthony Brown. He just got here. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're going to do better than that. We've been friends for way too long. Put some <laughs> put some sauce in that. Put some sauce on my name. Some sauce on my name. Ladies and there gentlemen, thank you. Without further ado, uh-huh. the living myth and uh-huh. legend uh-huh. that damn Jay Anthony uh-huh. the Brown. Okay, can we just run that every week? Because I know I'm not going to be able to get you to say do that, that every You're not damn getting week. that ever again. <laughs> again. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hey, Dave, okay. save that because that's it. <laughs> Dave, mark that and save that, okay? Because, <laughs> all right, here we go. What's in the mind of yours truly, Jay Anthony Brown? It is the holidays. I'm talking to the grandparents, I'm talking to the aunts, the uncles, the aunties, the older people who are buying gifts for these kids probably the very first time. Now, Mm -hmm. a lot of us will give cash, that's cool, and a lot of us don't know what to buy. I don't know what to buy, but I know what not to buy. I know what you shouldn't try to give a child because they ain't going to want it. If your ass is wrapping up a yo-yo right now, stop (laughs) what you're doing, okay? Stop it. Don't nobody, stop it. Don't nobody want a damn yo-yo, okay? Uh Nobody wants that. If you went out and purchased a hula hoop with good intentions, a hula hoop, they're going to know what the hell it is as soon as you wrap that damn thing up and they don't want it, okay? You can keep all these old-ass board games. Sorry. Monopoly, <laughs> Operation. Yeah. Don't nobody yeah. want them damn games, okay? Dude. Think about it. When the last time your ass played Monopoly? <laughs> you ain't played in a long damn time. You got that kind Why of Why would you give it to the child? And here's something very important. Don't make a damn thing. Don't make any. Make. If you're knitting, <laughs> like knit one are. pearl two, knit one pearl two, knit one. Stop knitting. Don't nobody want them thick ass, them mittens. Don't nobody want that thick ass sweater and that scarf around the neck and you get a cramp in your damn neck. Don't nobody want that. Stop knitting. Stop. Right now. Don't bake a damn thing to send. Uh-huh. Those things don't hold up in the mail. And last but not least, if you're building a dollhouse, Damn it, stop it. Stop right now. You built a 700-pound dollhouse. It ain't got no floors in it. The ceiling is, like, so high, all you got is stuff down on the bottom. The windows are way at the top. Don't no child want that. Stop building, okay? These are my holiday tips. Don't build a damn thing. It's a doghouse. That's what you're building, a damn doghouse. I'm done. I'm finished. All right. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Merry Christmas. All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks, okay? Get ready, people. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Thursday. Um, Take us home with some closing remarks. Uh, You know, somebody sent me something um, a while back. You know, I, I, I keep stuff that people send me. Uh, because um, a lot of people send me things when I know I'm going through something. Uh, a lot of people send me stuff when uh, just to say, hey, Steve, if you're out there talking, man, here's a thought for you. And uh, one of the things that I've learned in my life is that 
all of us are going to be tested. We're going to be tested and tried throughout our life. Uh, it's these tests that are presented to us that has allows us an opportunity to grow. Every test that comes your way is an opportunity for you to gain some valuable knowledge from it. And so throughout life, you will always be tested. Everything that happens to you is not just because the devil is busy. Some things happen to you because God has to present certain things for you in order for you to learn how to deal with it, which better prepares you for what you ask for later in life or to prepare you for what God is going to present to you later in life. So when you're going through hardships, you got to understand that these hardships are preparing you for the future. And like I've been saying a lot over the past few weeks, if you think about all your hardships and your tough days and your rough days, your actual record for surviving bad days all the way up until this point, y'all, is 100%. And that's a pretty good track record. Now, in this test that God is going to present to you, somebody sent this to me on a plaque and it said that life has many ways of testing a person's will. Now, I want you to hear me clearly. It says life has many ways of testing, of testing a person's will, either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. Do you know how true of a statement that is? You get tested by, first of all, a person's will get tested by either having nothing happen at all. You know how hard it is, man, when you ain't got nothing going on? Do you know how hard it is, man, when you can't get nothing popping? You know how difficult life can be, man, when you just can't seem to get it right? Do you know the difficulties you face, man, where ain't nothing clicking on none of the cylinders, man? Ain't nothing happening at all? That's a test, man. That's a real hard test, man. That's when you sitting up there, man, going, Lord, Heavenly Father. And now it's preparing you and conditioning you to get closer to God. Because I'm telling you, man, you can't make it in this world without God. Now, you can keep on trying this way if you want to, but I got news for you. You, you can lock in on this one. This is a fact. You can't make it through this life without no God. You can't do it. You cannot do it. It's too difficult. And one of the tests to get you to draw closer to him is sometimes a person's will is tested by having nothing happen at all. But here's the other way you get tested. How about this one? Or by having everything happen all at once. How many times that didn't happen, man? When it just felt like, man, it's raining cats and dogs on you. It's almost like, man, you can't catch a break. See, a minute ago, you couldn't catch a break to get something happen. And now all of a sudden, it looked like you can't stop this thing from happening. It's just snowballing on you, man. That's a test. You know what? God is wanting you to get close to him, too, so he can take some of that weight up off you. So you can take your troubles to him and tie it to him so he can prove to you that you ain't in this thing by yourself. See, you ain't in life by yourself when ain't you ain't got nothing happening and you ain't got and you ain't by yourself in life when you got everything happening. You need God, man. I kid you not. 
And you know how I know what I'm talking about? Because you're looking at a man who tried it without it. And I knew better. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. I knew better than to turn away and try it my way. But I did it for years. And I made, you know what I mean? I made a mess out of myself. I, I was turning myself into a big old glob of nothing. But he got my undivided attention one day. When I was at a real low point. On one of them days where I thought I'm going to rise no more. On one of them days where I thought, man, I done had enough of this. I ain't never thought about killing myself. I ain't never thought about checking out. The thought has never crossed my mind. But I'm just talking about, I just had some days, man, where it just felt like, man, this is it right here. I can't do no more of this here. When I was living in that car, I had some days, man, where I just said, man, I can't do this no more. I'm going to go home. Man. I'm going to go home with my mom and daddy, man, just see if I can stay there till I find a job. I almost did that. Because you know what? Wasn't nothing happening at all. I couldn't get nothing clicking. And right about then, man, I just asked God, I said, man, can you just show me a sign that it's going to be all right? Next thing I know, I called the answer machine in my mama's house, and it was a message. And it was a guy named Chuck, Chuck Sutton at Showtime at the Apollo. Next thing you know, man, next thing you know, that weekend, I was on TV for the very first time. And do you know something? That I've been on TV ever since that. But it was real dark for me for a minute. But he always comes. Life got a lot of ways of testing the people's will. Either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. But either way, it's a test. You can pass it. You've done all the rest of them. Ain't you got through it? Yeah, you have. That's it. Keep your faith. Put some God in your life. You need him. Drop the money. Drop it on the floor. <laughs> y'all have a great weekend. Hey, y'all, tell your mom and them I said what's happening. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 